dum 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 Welcome to Geek Any number episode nine. We 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 think technically maybe eight. Maybe eight. We neither of us thought we'd check because uh, we're rebels. We're improvising. We're improvising. Um, so welcome to Geek Any where we uh, look at things. Movies, mostly generally. movies. Yeah. yeah, we've only done movies, <laughs> uh, which have been kind of badly received by critics, not the people. Not the people. The people have gone to see it mostly, but the critics have not enjoyed it. And we see if uh, we can save it or whether we have to put it down and send it to the morgue. <laughs> That's the new feature we added: was the killing it at the end. Yeah, which is my favourite bit of the whole thing. <laughs> so this time we we went. So our first episode was very contemporary. We mm-hmm. saw Suicide Squad. And then Nine Lives, super contemporary. And since then, we've gone gradually back in time. Yes. And now we're back to our roots. Contemporary movie, out like a week ago. The Ass Creed. Yeah. Michael Fassbender stabbing the balls out of people throughout history. My next guest, ladies and gentlemen, is from Killarney in County Kerry. Mr. Michael Fassbender. It's a bit of a rumour that you, you can hold a tune. Um, I got one. I, I got, got one. Oh, good. Two little boys had two <laughs> little toys. Each had a wooden horse. Daily they played, each summer's day. Warriors, both of course. That's what we saw. That's pretty much what we saw. It's based on a long series of games. Um, one of us plays a lot of games, one, one of us doesn't. Uh, one could be considered the quintessential gamer has played four or five Assassin's Creed games and that person is of course Ellen yeah so Ellen as a yep yep no a long term a long time yeah. fan of Assassin's all things Creed. Assassin's Creed yeah how does it hold up in your head canon of the Assassin's Creed universe um I thought it was exactly the same as the game uh, the plot was the same. Actually, I do know something about Assassin's Creed. Um, so there, Mr. Scorny McSconson. Scorny McSconson. So I, I have played Assassin's Creed. I played it for about 20 minutes, but then I got really bad motion sickness and I couldn't play it anymore. You got mo- motion sickness? Yeah. I get it from games. Okay. I get it from films Which sometimes. Which Assassin's Creed was it? It was the one where you were in Venice. Oh, maybe you were in Venice. Yeah, that's two. I think. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, so you're in Venice. I'm glad uh, you went specific. This goes one where you climb up the buildings and yeah. stab people. Uh. Oh, so I guess we're going to have to do a spoiler alert. Yes, because we will spoil. We mean we can't talk about the film without giving away plot points of the film. No, because we're, we're not be stupid. We're not like Mark Commode. We're not good. Yeah, we're he's not good. He uses long words and critically analyzes like, it. And yes, he uses long words like mise en scene and um, onomatopoeia. Shit, she's got so many long words. Um, uh, provenance and um, <laughs> disestablishment terrorism. Was oh, it like anti disestablishment terrorism? Yeah, and tar- yeah. What Sex and City Two is about? If you read his review on that. <laughs> so who is in the film? There's the the, the main the the main stabby gentleman. Mr. Fassbender. Who, why is he in this? He He's produced good. this as well. He's good. Yeah, but he was also in the X-Men films. But they were, well, mainly good. Well... Apart from the last one, which was bad. I mean, he, he his character in that is so hammy and cheesy. Like, it's not... There are, I think him and Patrick Stewart slash James McAvoy, they're both quite hammy characters anyway. Yeah. He swans about in a big purple cape with a big stupid hat on. Yeah. Charles! 
Yeah, but I don't know. It's, it's kind of like there's Ian. He's not. I don't think he's very good as Magneto, to be honest. I, I really like Michael Fassbender, but he's so intense that he's kind of like one gear intense. Like if he was a bike, you know, it'd be an intense bike. It'd be a fixie. Yeah, be and a fixie. the only gear is glowering and tensing every muscle in his face and like neck. to go up a hill. Yeah, He'd just be going up a hill. <laughs> That's just him cruising. Yeah, but we're, yeah, just kind of wearing his like little little jumpers. Yeah, the cast is all right though, in general. But action films do tend to have a good cast. It's just people going like, so here's a bunch of money, and you can do <laughs> as many weird independent films as you like, where you eat a swan and you play with a cactus at the same time. At the same time, you use the cactus as a utensil. Exactly. Because Brendan Gleeson turns up. Yeah, but he turns up in everything. But he's good, though. Give him a sausage roll like and he'll Brendan. be on set. Brendan? <laughs> Is that a joke? <laughs> Give him a... You like, can, no, no, don't pay me money. I just want a sausage roll. You can lead a Brendan to the set with sausage rolls, yeah. but you can't make him act. Yeah, you just give him a Greg sausage roll. He's lovely, though. He is lovely. And he's a lovely big old man. Which is why he can get away with being in shit films. And he's just like, oh, big, there's big Brendan doing some acting. Yeah. And then off he goes. He, he does some bad dying acting. Spoiler yeah. alert, he dies. Sorry, guys. And then it's like, there we go. He doesn't really do much at all, actually. He just sort of sits in a room looking crazy and does some exposition and then dies. Like, most of the characters in this film. (laughs) So, Marion Cotillard's in it. Yeah. She does her her standard, I'm very French here, in my big eyes. Yeah, her eyes are so big. a thing that she's good at. Having really big eyes. And then she goes a bit evil at the end, which she's also pretty good at. Yeah. Omar from The Wire's in it. Being a voodoo man. (sighs) Something about voodoo... He was killed by voodoo magic, he now, says at one point. Yeah, he's and there. Yeah, he's in it. He's all right. It seems like they've just got him in to be, this is Omar from The Wire. Yeah. Uh, who he's going to kick some ass. Jeremy Irons? Yeah, Jeremy Irons is doing that thing where he's just turns up and you're like, well, I guess I know who the baddie is. I think it's Jeremy Irons. <laughs> it must be Jeremy Irons. And to, to, to Jeremy Irons' credit... He's doing pretty good Jeremy Irons acting. Yeah. He is great in everything he's in. And him and Ma- I think him and Marion Cotillard are really are quite a good little thing. Like weird sexual Fa- chemistry. Father-daughter sexual Father chemistry. Father-daughter, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I thought he was great. I mean, not great. I mean, I saw High Rise and I liked him in that. And I thought High Rise is a piece of balls. Yeah. He's just, he turns up, he lends almost like a certain gravitas and sort of like, oh, well, here's a scene where some acting is going to happen. Let's yes. all sit down. Yeah. And so and he watch can. the acting. I think it's, it's basically, if you have the most hokey, ridiculous plot in the world. Why'd you bring that up? Which, <laughs> which it just has like the mythological grounding of it. It's just so, it's like with that thing where. Right at the beginning, they had the scrolling, let us explain what? the context yeah. of this film to you. And they don't. <laughs> and and it's like, it explains it, but you just go, no, that's stupid though. And it, you never get past, like it never lends itself to make you actually believe in the stupidity of it. So what they do is they hire really good actors because they're like, but you saw them in that thing you like where they won an Oscar. <laughs> you saw Macbeth. You loved Macbeth. You loved Macbeth, guys. You Gangs of New York. Why do you like Bruce. this? <laughs> And Dark, Dark Knight Rises, uh, yeah. that one she was and, in. And The Guard, and yeah. um, and the French films she's been in. Two Days and Two Nights. Oh, she's French. She's been so many. She's been in lots of good... She's been in loads of shit so, as so well. So what is the... So the film's context is... Um, you, you can explain it because you so played the games. The idea, and I don't think I know. So spoilers for a game that came out in about 2004, maybe? When Assassin's Creed came out. The Templars, who are a real thing... Yeah. They're a real thing. Yeah, I know, because I read Dan Brown. Yeah, exactly. Was, They're a real thing. They're not what you, everyone says they are. They were just a bunch of religious nutters. 
You can go to Temple Meads and they've got an old church there. They're not a big deal. They've got a church in Temple Meads? Uh, an abandoned one. It's out the back. It's called can the you... Temple Round. Really? It's off, I think it's off Victoria Street. Oh, so we offer you some tourist hotspots yeah, as well. Going, uh, going on a date. Take them to the temp- abandoned Templar church. And tell them that because girls love a guy who knows his Stuff about history. medieval religious fanatics. Yeah, and has a big duke. <laughs> That's the long story. <laughs> like Michael Fassbender. Yeah, shame. Shame. This film was a shame. Oh! oh! So the temp- Unlike his dick. <laughs> so the Templars aren't what they are now. They're some sort of weird religious, like, overbearing, want to control the world cult. That's that's in the film, not like in real life. Yeah, in real like, life, I don't know. They're not like the Masons. I, well, I haven't anything. kept in touch. I don't know what they're up to. Check yeah. the Twitter. I don't know. They're probably... They what, must have a Twitter. Watching Deutschland 83. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who isn't, guys? Who isn't? It's the best. <laughs> Um, and they want to control the Earth using artifacts from an ancient civilization or alien civilization. Might be both. Was alien? Might be both. I thought it I was can't, like can't us from back in the day, or a suggestion of God. Well, in the, possibly... in the games, it's like a previous civilization. So, like before history, that we had another civilization, right? And we got really high powered and excellent. And I think they were aliens. Or some of them were. So this is and like then, a Scientology thing. Yeah, then they wiped out. Like the Great Flood is like the same idea with this big civilization that got wiped out and they left these artifacts behind. And one of them is the Apple of Eden, which contains... Okay, in the games, it just controls people via mind powers. You just hold it up at them, they do what you want. In the film, it contains the genetic code to free will. Well, can I think we need to stop there because there is a point where <laughs> they do say this contains the genetic code to free will and no one goes, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. That's stupid That's and bullshit. it makes no sense <laughs> at all. I don't understand. You're a liar. Like, they don't... I mean, what? How? Because free... It's like... um. Well, how do you have a genetic uh, code for free will? You know how will? some people are, like, more bolshy? Yeah. It's like that. So it's, it's, you've got more free will gene, right? So it's like it's all genetics, baby. Oh, in the words of Austin Powers, genetic <laughs> scientist. It's like you know the dominant genes They're are just... the blue eyes, the brown hair, bolshiness, bolshiness, free and will, male pattern baldness, right? And that's the second the the the, the, the bald that... cap of Eden. Yeah. contains the genetic code to male power. Is that like this. the orange of Eden? Yeah. And like and with this one, shall... no man shall use. We shall finally put the coal industry again. out of business. Yeah. They've held us down for too long. Matthew McConaughey's had it for a while. <laughs> We're taking it back. Rogaine shall fall. This yes. night. Uh, and so that's their thing and defeat against them are the assassins who are again a real historical thing they are, are a bun- they? well the, the the film assassins aren't but the hashashins were like this sect of basically islamic political terrorists in yeah like whatever like you know single digit ad yeah they lived in like some weird mountain fortress and did what this crazy dude told them to do and they're a real thing and people did take the piss out of them they did have reputations of being drug addicts but did they try and fight Templars, or did they just sort of hang around? During the Crusades, probably. I think everyone fought the Templars in the Crusades. But not they were mainly, like, between different caliphs in the Golden Age of Islam. They mm. just assassins for hire, basically. Didn't, do you know what would have been better than this film? It's just you standing at the front of the cinema <laughs> explaining some really interesting history to me, and the three other people in the cinema watching this film. Because there was a really sweet moment where me and Alec thought we were the only people in the cinema, and we, and we were like, like woo, let's take off our clothes! <laughs> Let's do a dance, and uh, then some other cunts. We were going to sit in the premiere seats. Yeah, we didn't even pay for them, and we were going to. But then we didn't because we got frightened because yeah. a 
cut a, a two boys and then a man on his own came in. Yeah. I sort of wanted to shake that man on his own hand because I was like, this would have been me if Alec hadn't said he'd come, <laughs> he'd come see this film. You could have made a friend. I could have made a friend. We started a new podcast, Strangers in the Cinema. Strangers in the Cinema. And then I could have That's like... That's a good name for a podcast. Oh, Strangers in the Cinema. Let's change our name. But what would you do in it? Would you just like go, this week I'm going to sit next to someone in the cinema and try and freak them out? Or, or your aim is to go and make a friend in the cinema. And then just discuss your experiences. Or go and see a film with someone you've never seen a film with before. Ah, and see... Uh, that's a much better idea than what we do. I don't think so. No. Like, as in someone you've never met, they'd have to be a stranger. Well, you know, Because otherwise you're license. like acquaintances in artistic the Artistic license. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to go see a film with someone like... A stranger, I think, would be more interesting. Uh, he didn't name anyone, just in case. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit dramatic. Uh, so, the, and then, so basically, that's it. Templars, assassins, fighty-fighty. Assassins like free will, Templars don't. And, but they stretch it out a lot. Yeah. And it's, they set, so it's set in two times. Now, is Pre- it 2000, present, 2016? Present like, in October. Day. Yeah. Like, well, it's the 28th of October. Like, oh, that is, that is, that is reason. Well done. Yeah. And then 1492. Yeah. During a bit of history they never meant they never really explain. It's when the Moors came up from North Africa, invaded Spain and occupied it for a couple of hundred years, and then it's just after the Christians have kicked them out again. Which is really interesting. Again, if they'd had someone, if you'd gone up and started <laughs> explaining it, that would have been better. Well, they don't. They just sort of assume that you know this story. They go, "Oh, the Sultan of Granada is the last holdout of the infidel." You're like, I'm like "Oh yeah, cool. It's the end of the of the Reconquista. Where's El Cid? Like, where's all this?" Ha-? And they just go, "Oh, do you know, way, I, do know, I think it? it's because they think who's going to watch this film and give a shit about history? But it's important to know but what's no going one on." Cares. But we need to know why the men with the bowl cuts are chasing after the sultan in his lovely armour and his big hat. Yeah, but they're just like, oh, shooty, jumpy, jumpy, shooty, punchy. But the shooty, jumpy, punchy stuff. Was really good. Callum really Lynch. Yeah, Callum Lynch. most bland. It's quite an Irish name though, isn't it? Which makes sense because Michael Fassbender's accent does slowly start to turn into Irish yeah. towards the end of the film. Oh, all of his 23 lines. Yeah, it's, I mean, here's a lot of grunting. He has, but when he's the assassin, so he basically zips towards back, backwards and forwards in time. And sometimes he's Callum Lynch and sometimes he's the assassin, which is like an ancient Eli. relative of his who looks exactly the same as him, which also, again, makes no sense. Because I've seen pictures of like my great, 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 great grandmother and she doesn't have my face. No, I do. She huh? knows she's made a bad picture. You don't know. Does was not, she your age at the time? She does not have my face. <laughs> it just doesn't make any... So, like, it, they have, it's just this very strange thing where everyone looks exactly the same as... as their relatives. As their relatives. And this is a really weird thing that happened. In a, I don't know if it's too early to mention this, but there's basically a guy who works... Uh, actually, I'm, I'm going completely out of so, order. So when we say he zips forwards in time, there's actually a big machine called the Animus, which in the film... <laughs> Yeah, it does say, Ellen was like, did they say the enemas? Like, no, 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 they're not going <laughs> to... Well, it's because Marion Coulthard basically stops him being, he's about to die, because uh, he murdered a he killed pimp. killed And immediately we're like, you killed a pimp! Oh, it's fine, that's fine. You are saving a, a prostitute. What a hero. Just so you maybe like prostitutes. him. prostitutes? So maybe it was a harem of prostitutes. <laughs> Who knows? Or maybe he was just like, I don't like the look of that guy. Oh, luckily he's a pimp. Thank God for that. Huggy bear, no. <laughs> 
So he's going. He's being executed for his bad crimes. For the bad crime. And then Marion Cotillard abducts him oh, instead of instead of killing him. They're like they just like knock him out. Sorry, uh, there was another bit. Um, so before he goes to get the lethal injection, a priest comes in, and I immediately in my head went, "He's going to say, have you come to save my soul?'" Because that's what happens <laughs> in every film where like a dude gets visited by a priest. Well, maybe it's because like that's what they always say though. When you're visited by a priest and you're in prison. When you, you can't say- think of anything to say. You're just yeah. Like, Everyone always says, are you here to save my soul? So I guess I, I'll just, I guess I'll just, say, just that. say that. And the priest yeah. should go, I've heard that one before. Yeah. Like, He's fuck? like, I'm have not, you're fucked. Enjoy <laughs> hell. Sorry, mate. Kid, not, not that sort of priest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the bad priest. I'm just here to laugh at you <laughs> and uh, flick you off a bit. <laughs> oh, no. How would that even make sense? Like, you can't, like, flick off. What, like, is, what, did you, what, did you, what does it mean? Then? Like flip, flip. Oh, I meant flip you off. You did mean flip. I did. I <laughs> flick you off a bit. Flick you off it. Oh, sounds that's, rude. That sounds rude. I, also, genetically, not not genetically. I'm, genetically, and, you, and, in anato- the past, you flicked people off. <laughs> Anatomically weird. If you were like, oh, come here, so I can flick you off. It's like, would you put <laughs> between your fingers and sort of do a flicking? Oh yeah, I guess you could just like dingle, dingle it up and down. Yeah, like flick the. <laughs> So, um, Not what body my boyfriend is a lucky man. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, aside from in. genetic, genetic, I keep saying genetic, generic bland lines, um, he so he doesn't die and then he gets taken to secret lab, which isn't secret at all, it's really obvious, it's in Madrid. Yeah, it's, it's really like a giant building on a hill with a big symbol on it, which is like it's like their company assassins. Yeah, yeah, it's the Templars. Oh, it's Templars symbol, they right? Put, yeah, and so then he's been abducted. They want to. The Templars have got him. They want to use his genetic memory to uh, find the Apple of Eden by putting him in a big like play arm yeah. that spins him around, and he plugs it in. It's not the Matrix. It's very similar to the Matrix. Yeah. And it plugs it in and he like relives their memories. Yeah. But but he says like, Are you gonna kill me? And she's like, No, give him an enema. <laughs> like, no, it's not enema, but every time she says it with her French accent, it sounds like she's going, Give him an enema. And it's not like the Matrix, because in the games it is like the Matrix. It's is just it? it's just a bed you lie on. That's it. Why in, do in they the, have in to the use... later games it's like at your desk, you're just like in your chair, you just press a button and it goes across your eyes and then that's it. I guess this is like an early prototype of it, where uh, yeah. it's a bit more cumbersome. And it looks cooler as well. Like yeah. it's a big like stunt. He looks like he's getting prepared to do wire fighting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it spins him around and he does flips and it's cool. Yeah. I mean, really, it seems like a massive waste of resources, but it's cool. Yeah. And then he kind of goes back in time. And I think the really pointless thing about the whole like film is where you realise he has no control when he goes back in time and he's just simply reliving what happened yeah and it's kind of like what's the point like he's just redoing what his ancestors did and then he nearly dies a couple of times and they're like oh it's like you have to give up your free will and give in to it and just be all loosey-goosey mate <laughs> like stop trying to fight off all this weird all stuff you're doing in the past yeah so um, i guess it's more interesting if you're like you know, playing the game as that <laughs> character, but you're literally just watching a man play a game. It's like you're watching he's a man do a not, virtual reality. He's not even playing a game. He's just like going along with the motions. He's basically doing like a workout. Exactly. Video. It's like he's watching Jane Fonda and he's redoing <laughs> the moves, but like really, really well. And everyone's like going, oh, well done, well done. He's the best. 
but the 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 actual and then they go like he desynchronized, which they don't in the games. It's obvious you do something you're not supposed to, and then it goes game over. Come on, yeah, back and do it again. Yeah, but in get the, your hand to eye coordination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorted. Jump in quicker. In the movie, he just kind of just randomly has a spasm. Yeah. Oh no, he's desynchronized. Now he's dying. And then he's what, like, why? Fine. None of your business. Don't think about it. Because they do try and expositionally explain it to you, but it never makes any sense. Because Marion Cotter does this whole weird speech where she she's like. She has this weird way of talking in the film as if she's kind of high and she's just like, we're going to get rid of violence and everything's going to be okay. And genetically, violence is within you. And once we find the apple of Eden, you will no longer want to punch pimps in the face. (laughs) And it's really stupid because, like, that's a weird message in a film. Like, violence is in your genetics. Yeah. Eugenics. Yeah, and I was like, this is, is this good? Is this a good message? It's eugenics. Yeah, (laughs) it's a bad message. It's a dubious message. And at no point does he go like, you don't learn anything about him. He's just like, but I'm just angry. (laughs) Other than he saw his mum get killed by his dad. And that's made him angry. But I wanted to know, I was like, between when you see him at the beginning as a kid and he sees his dad being killed, his dad having murdered his mum. And then you see it's like 30 years later and he's in prison. It's like, what did he do? How did he kill the pimp? Was he having an affair with the prostitute? Did he have a sandwich? Doesn't matter. What was he doing? I want to know. He's taking his top off. Focus on that. (laughs) (laughs) But it's it's, it's that really strange thing where they keep explaining the plot and it's like, the more you explain it, you're not going to convince me that makes any sense. They could have just done a very brief little bit where Marion Cotillard's like, I know all about you. Here's a brief rundown of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been following you. We saw you, you know, when you were a child and then you did this and then you did this and then yeah. you fell in with this crowd and then and there you go. That's all we needed. Rather than just, he was a child, now he's murder man. Yeah. He's like here what? to punch and have biceps. <laughs> like just the greatest hits of all his punches. Yeah, the you best punch. punch. Here are your best punches, yeah. Michael. Yeah, then you punch the dinner lady. Michael, these are your punches. These are, yeah. Do, then, do you remember <laughs> this voice? <laughs> <laughs> you broke my nose in several places. It's your Aunt Mabel. Um, in the game, yeah. Um, so the whole you don't like, punch any <clears throat> No, you don't. Punch. No. Um, with the whole aggression is like in your genetics. No, no that's not no. a thing. No. Why did they put that in? They I could have come up with a hundred million better to give Marion Cotillard's character a reason to be doing what she's doing, but not be evil about it. But because it's... in the games, like assassins are genetically linked. Like yeah. they have weird powers. Which they kind of touched on in the film, but not really. Just suddenly everyone turns on and becomes Jason Bourne. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, like, they don't all look alike, necessarily. But all assassins, like, you can follow them down a line. Like, if you're an assassin, you have kids. Your kids will be assassins. Yeah. That's the basic idea. So, because that would make more sense if they're, like, you're violent because you can't help it because you're an assassin, rather yeah. than, like, that would be more interesting if they're, like, we're trying to help you. Because all the violent people are assassins and we want them to use their violence for good. Like we want to help them kill more pimps, <laughs> I guess. But there aren't that many assassins. There's only about like 40. Yeah, so everyone else who's committing violent crimes and it's like, no mate, no mate, my great granddad was an assassin. It's like, you're a liar. Unless it just means that like, they're just using the excuse of, well, the assassins have done the bad crimes, therefore violence is genetic. But they're yeah. missing the point because it's not the violence, it's the need to protect people. Which is good, though. We like that, right? Yeah. Maybe that's what they were trying to say. Like, he's a protector, not a... Ugh. I just don't think they thought it through. This this makes sense, yeah. Um, that's my idea. They, they, they had all this time to develop the game. All the, do, you know, do you know what I think happened, right? 
the screenwriters and the story writers were just like sitting there going like okay so i don't think we should do that thing with the whole like genetic violence thing i think that's gonna be a hey michael how are you you've got your top off oh my god you've got your top off um so we have this idea we don't think that's actually a good idea we think we're gonna get rid of the genetic violence oh you want us to keep it in um, oh, we've got a sword. Oh, and you, oh, you're doing some press arts. <laughs> oh, okay. Whatever you want, Michael. Whatever you say. I'll put I'll put story by Michael Fassbender. He's just there going, just in the background, just a double thumbs up. Just a. So he's the fonts. I'm Magneto. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's the best Michael Fassbender impression I've ever heard. <laughs> We'll get through one episode about one of us doing an offensive accent. Not today. <laughs> They're like, Michael, oh, that's all he says. Yeah. Goes on chat shows. I'm not going to do it. I can't do it. I'm right. Magneto. I'm, that's it. I'm Magneto. Uh, so, so, Michael, your new project, Macbeth, you are, I'm Magneto. I'm Magneto. Oh, okay. In Macbeth as well, I'm always Magneto. <laughs> So in this, he was probably... He was Macbeth. He was Macbeth. Macbeth 2. Macbeth 2, Return of Jafar. River of Blood. (laughs) (laughs) For the film, you say it goes on about exposition. I didn't have a fucking clue what was going on for half the time. Yeah. And the half of the exposition is like weird mystical bullshit. So he's he's in the fake prison with all the other assassins... Plot hole one, why keep all your assassins in one place? They're going to murder you. Guess what happens? They murder you. Yeah. So he then goes into the canteen and they have some weird thing about the menu. Like it's an open menu, but they recommend the chicken. Yeah. And then everyone just is just weird at him for a bit. Because they're like, you're going to lead us away from... You're going to... Because he, he, he's working for the bad guys, but he doesn't realise they're the bad guys. Yeah. And he thinks they want to stop violence... And he doesn't know what he wants because he hasn't really got much in the way of personality or motivation other than like, I don't like my dad. <laughs> um, so they're, I think, I guess they're all assassins, but they want to protect the apple of Eden. Yeah, they don't want the baddies to get it. But they're still there and they're just biding their time. They've, I think- they've been captured by Jeremy Irons because he wants to use them to find out where it is, but they haven't told him or shown him. And, I th- and then I think that's the idea of like there's a bit so basically when you're in the animus and you fight it you don't want to do it it makes you go all wrong in the head yeah there's a bit where Jeremy Irons in a smashing cable knit jumper oh he had such good clothes oh, so oh some good. polo next on he looks so good for his age he's so dapper and he takes Michael um, Callum Magneto into the <laughs> special room where they have like there's all these old people Mr. With Shame Mr. <laughs> Shame and he goes what? and Michael's like well, what's in here? Like, this is Magneto. Not... Yeah. And Jeremy goes, I was in Dungeons and Dragons. Also, this is what happens to you when you fight the Animus. This is what happens to and you. And we both like, it makes you old? Yeah. Like what, you just you just go old? You just get really, really old? That's like... Didn't, they were like, they... they were didn't... they the assassins that were rejecting the apple? In uh, the or were they just really old? So they couldn't fucking fight or sync with the machine fast enough because they were like, oh, me and hip. If, and if you're a multinational evil global conspiracy, why are you keeping the old people around? Yeah. Just, why don't you just they kill them? Because they don't, they have no qualms about killing everyone else. Do you think they've kept them there so they can just show people? Or? Oh, it's like a threat. They're like, do what we say or you'll yeah, go yeah, old. Yeah, or you'll just be in this weird Apart little room with Brendan all the old people. Gleason, who's fine. Because he's in the old room. Yeah. Because Jeremy Irons is like, right, you hate your dad. I brought you to where your dad is. His dad's also an assassin. You can kill him and then we'll be mates, right? I don't, I didn't, again, I didn't understand 
Because Mario Cortez was watching it and she's like, is this a test? And he's like, no, it's a fish. I don't know. It just didn't make any <laughs> sense. Because you're like, why do you want him to kill his dad? Because then are you proving that violence is genetic? Or I don't understand this test. Why they, don't you just give him a maths exam? I think they wanted Brendan Gleeson in the film. Right. They wanted Brendan Gleeson to stand by a window and do some cool spooky exposition. Can they have just and that happened? He could have done something like, else. But my God, did it go on for a long time? But also, there was a really weird bit where before Jer- when Jeremy Irons sort of sneaks Michael Fassbender off from his prison to go and see Brendan. To go see Brendan, she looks at a security camera, which happens to have the exact same shot that the camera we just saw had. That happens about twice. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the security camera is a tracking shot, which is moving along with the actors, and you're like, what security camera is that? That is, a, it's a, either it's invisible. It's a drone. It's a drone, Marion which they Cotillard can see. controls the drones. Or there's like a security footage, like all the... There's a, the security camera team. Yeah, security who are just filming. Film, uh, just follow you around filming you. And we were Not watching bad, are you? a documentary oh. the whole time. <gasps> That'd be deep. But yeah, a lot of it is just dedicated to this bullshit expedition that doesn't really go anywhere. But the good stuff was when he was in, where was he? The past. What was the place in the Andalusia. past? Andalusia. Yeah. In Spain. Say again, Agalusia. Andalusia. Andalusia. And then he was in Cadiz at the end. Cardiff. Yeah, Cardiff. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was in Granada at one point as well. Granada. Yeah, <laughs> he was in Grenada. Uh, and that stuff was cool. It's where, they, it's where they saved all the action budget for. Yeah. All right. It was clearly shot in 3D and there are bits when they open it swoops around Andalusia like, it just it doesn't look very good because it's clearly meant to be in 3D so yeah. it looks a bit funny. Yeah. But it's all smoky and dusty and the past looks terrible. And everyone's dressed funny. And um, and Michael Fassbender's speaking Spanish really well, I thought. I mean, I'm not, I don't speak Spanish. I'm, I know Spaniard, but be... he could have been saying like, <laughs> dog, dog, cat, I, Magneto. <laughs> Soy Magneto. Soy Magneto. <laughs> Spanish. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, sure, sorry, everyone. Um, but it sounded, I was, I was convinced. Um, and yeah. he had a little lady assassin friend as well, his little mate, and they were like, we do, and they both they basically spoke in mainly like mystical rhyme. Yeah, and they had like an Assassin's Creed this, sort of poem they used to say, which didn't make any sense. Which was like everything, no, everything is appropriate. No, nothing is free. Nothing is. Yeah, it has like a whole something thing, like that, and it boils down to nothing is true. Everything is permitted. Yeah, I mean, so great. Everything but is how, a, well, how does that help? <laughs> like, how can I apply that to everyday life? But then they've got a thing where you have to cut off one of your fingers before you be an assassin. And you kind of be like, if everything is permitted, can I keep my finger? Yeah, I was. Is thinking, that all right? Yeah, right at the beginning, they show him having his finger cut off for no reason at all, and it's like that would be useful as an assassin. Because in the games, you have it cut off because that's where the blade comes out. Oh, so you can cut your own bloody finger off. But they didn't show us that. Nope. They never. No one goes, Michael, Magneto. We need to take this Macbeth. finger off because otherwise you'll just keep cutting your own hand constantly. And yeah. Like, all right. But they just do it. And it's just do like, you know what he would have done if he was Shia Leboeuf? Would have cut off his finger. He would have cut off his finger. That's what Sheila LaBeouf would have done. Just, just done it. Yeah, just do it. Like he did in um, Fury. Like he had to have like a fake cut, and he just got annoyed that he just cut his face, so Ugh. he wouldn't have to keep putting on. Yeah, Sheila LaBeouf is crazy. He is crazy, but, but he's an artist, dedicated. Though, so it's fine. Yeah, he's an, he's an artist, artist, so it's fine. Uh, Michael Fassbender should have done that. But yeah, they didn't. I didn't, see. I didn't know that. That's cool. If they'd actually shown that in the film instead of just showing him kind of getting his finger stabbed and yeah. him doing that whole like I'm in pain, but I'm you know, his face. <laughs> he gets his, his fingers up, cut. He's like I am. <laughs> Cycling uphill, yeah. <laughs> Michael Fassbender, intense, one gear face. The Tour de France, the worst stages, yeah, even when, just mountains. Even when he's laughing, he looks mental. 
Usain is laughing. This is the most miserable film. But there's I've a bit where he's laughing because so he's singing crazy. Oh, Because no. it was like a song he had before his mother died, but he's like laughing manically. And, and it's scary. And it's really horrible. And I didn't like it. I just, the whole thing, like, because the game's, so the, the, the first, like, what the first one takes itself very seriously. It's not that much fun. The second one doesn't take itself as seriously, even though you play a character whose family gets murdered. Yeah. At the same time, the first thing you do as that character is you're a baby and you press X to waggle his arms, Aww. which is funny. And then later on, you play a teenager and he's, he's getting told off by his mum. And she and she's like, you need to find an outlet for your but energy rage. beyond vaginas. And he's like, mum. Yeah. It's like comedy jokes, hooray. Yeah. And then in the film, it's completely dour. Like everything's completely straight faced. In the games, they eventually, that finger thing, they stop doing it. Because mm. someone's basically like, why do we keep doing this? And he's like, oh, oh yeah, we don't need to do that anymore. We're just, we're just doing it. And the guy's like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm not doing that anymore. They well, they have rid- that in the... They just got rid of it. That's... There's just one assassin. Like, I think he meets Leonardo da Vinci in one of them. Yeah. And he's like, for some reason, you built it so it cut your finger off. I've fixed it now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the films are so miserable. Yeah. And the games were saved by their little comedy moments. And I don't think there was a single joke in Assassin's Creed. Um, I mean, I laughed a bit, but I wasn't supposed to be laughing. I'm trying to think if there was any of it that was funny. Um, exactly. I guess the box office returns, right? Oh! oh. The Rotten Tomatoes score. Yeah. Oh! oh. Uh, I can't think of it anymore. I've got nothing. It was just miserable. Uh, but, the, I mean, when he went back in time, he had a little lady assassin. Like, the only bits I liked was when he was with his little lady assassin friend and they were saying they're weird, like, everything uh, love is... makes us weak. And then love, they yeah. Little, then they had a little, like, a little Eskimo kiss. Yeah, but they were like, you know, we do everything for the apple of Eden, whatever. Yeah. And they were just, like, running around and escaping from stuff and jumping and flipping and turning and punching everyone. There was, like, a 15-minute sequence, which was amazing. They were just climbing up and running through stuff and everyone's doing that, like, James Bond-style shooting of them where yeah. they aim slightly to the right. Slightly to the right. They're like, just close enough that it looks cool. Yeah, it looks cool, but doesn't hit them. No, and they're like, we need to hire non-blind henchmen. <laughs> I don't know. but um, All the henchmen that had bowl cuts. They I did. don't know why. Probably some historical reason. But uh, I thought it was really funny. But uh, all the, the bowl cut boys. Uh, what I liked was um, so the henchmen in the facility. They had that whole thing where like they all just like loads of them died. Yeah. And you were like, they were probably not bad guys. <laughs> and was... I know that's an Austin Powers <laughs> thing, but there's a bit where like the door opens and all these henchmen come out and they don't sort of like go in calmly. They don't have guns because they're prison guards essentially. Yeah. So what you'd expect was, you know, a Calmness, shield or a something. A shield. Yeah. What they actually do. It's running, screaming, going, ah! <laughs> and just then, sort of like randomly bashing them with yeah. this. And they've got, and the assassins have bows and arrows and which like the, swords. Which they've just, because a lot of the film is based on, oh, that's convenient. Yeah. Despite it sending so much on exposition. So helpfully for at the end when basically there's a, there's a thing called the bleeding effect where if you spend too much time in the animus, you like absorb the assassin's powers. Yeah. So all the assassins realise they've got these powers and they're going to break out. Helpfully, the government people, not government, the Templars, have just kept loads of assassin weapons lying around in glass cases in yeah. their prison for some reason. They're basically in, like, the British Museum, of and the assassins. exhibition is war. It's war and murder. War and murder for it's ages. Like convenient that those, and, like, convenient that none of the guards have guns and all have yoldy crossbows and sword sticks for some reason. And billy clubs? But would then turn into swords, like in the Avengers. Yeah. And, I mean, we've they, were, they just had a gun and they just were, shot them. They were basically, like, policemen from, sort of, black and white. And it's inherently ridiculous, but no one, no smiles, no, no jokes. No one had a, like, 
there was also so basically he he then realizes his dad killed his mum because his mum was an assassin and they didn't want the templars to take her memories or her blood yeah because they or put her in the the machine they they put you in the enema they give you an enema and suck your memories out yeah and she was like no thank you and they could have just explained that to their son before they like killed themselves uh but and then the dad dies and then he sees like all the assassins like around him like a fast man in the animus animus. which is meant to only show your your memories but it projects them so everyone else can see them yeah and then it's at the very end well not really it kept going and they shows all the other assassins. And Marion Cotillard's like, is this a memory? And the guy's like, hitting buttons. And then like the, the, they have the thing where they go, look, it's his brain or a yeah. mushroom cloud or something. And they go, no. It's like, so what is it? Are they ghosts? Does he have all the memories of all the assassins in his head? Doesn't, Doesn't matter. Doesn't, Doesn't matter. matter. This swelling music is playing. Yeah. And Michael Fassbender has got his top off. Goes on for ages. He yeah. spends like five minutes staring at these people. So, Alec, I think I actually know why this happened. I think the uh, writers were in the writers' room, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, That's we've got to explain this weird like memory thing with the ghosts. Like, maybe we could have like someone just quickly go, oh no, he's been there for so long. He's projecting things. You know, maybe we could just, oh, Michael, um, we we think someone should." Are oh, you taking your trousers off now? <laughs> oh, it's uh, it's bottoms off uh, Tuesday, is it? It's um, enormous. Oh, <laughs> can't look at it. Um, so it's it's all right. You know what? It's fine. It's fine. Uh, it's it's done. It's done. Well, I'll just like write the end and then some London. There's some stuff in London. Jeremy Irons. Stuff. There we go. There we go. I think that's what happened. Don't leave. Yeah, <laughs> come back. Don't leave. Come back. And he's just stood there with his top off, just yeah. panting, kind of greasy. Yeah. And, and then they're all staring at these ghost assassins. And then his mum speaks to him like in the first Harry Potter movie with the mirror of Erised. Okay. Harry sees his parents. And oh, like, it's like that's, that must oh, be wait, a trope. Was that the dead mum coming back as was ghost? That the, was that in the book? Maybe that's because there's definitely a bit where Harry speaks to his parents and they're in ghost form. I think it's in the mirror, isn't it? Oh my god! I thought it might be the bit where he's uh, fighting Voldemort and he comes out the wand. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, "Fuck him up." Yeah, he's like, Dad. He's like, yeah, fuck him up. Yeah, we've always <laughs> worst wizard ever. Yeah. <laughs> he's got uh, no nose, mate. <laughs> Deck him. Like his mum talks to him, but that I think that is a, a weird trope, isn't it? Like dead mum comes back to say a variation on the words: "You think you've been alone? You never have. I've been watching you the whole time. Yes, even when you've been <laughs> masturbating. I've been seeing you from the past and also your memories, but and also you know, this ghost machine that you've made. Go with it. Go with it. I'll see you at the craft service at the table later." <laughs> But t- darling keep the top off keep your top off <laughs> but so he's got his top off and and Mary Coulthard's just sort of staring at his you would. glistening abdicals and his like perfect nipples wonderful arm muscles <laughs> and he, but he's kind of like panting here and he's got his intense like he's going up a slight hill on a bike face and then this is the bit plot hole number 72 more like didn't bother explaining this please give us a sequel um marion coulthard appears like assassin ghost yeah assassin ghost appears and she sort of looks and goes oh and jerry irons is like come on darling we need to go the party's over and then fake jean renault the the head of security of city is played with this guy who looks a loads like jean renault but is not jean renault yeah he's in a he's in a thing in netflix from amazon original series about a a french crime scene cleaner and he plays his comedy brother I was like, is that Jean? Is that Jean Renault? Yeah. No, it can't. But it's not. It's just some giant French dude that they had hanging around. But the who thing, does nothing? 
No, 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 because the giant French dude. So this is the giant French security dude who's like protecting Jeremy Irons, but he's also the same character in the past, isn't he? Well, he's um, he plays like the their, their, the antagonist in fourteen ninety two, the Black Prince. But at least I think it was. It looks no, a lot no, like it him. was him. It was him. But no one's no one pointed that out, and Michael Fassbender would have seen him, and everyone would have seen him. But no one mentioned it. No one was like, wait a second, evil Templar guy you defeated in the past. But then that, that implies they already knew his ancestor. That's why they got him in. Was the bad Nepotism. They, well, that might be why they got you him have, in. Yeah, you can have the best TV in the world. You can have the experience. <laughs> you can have the references. You can have the Duke of Edinburgh badge. And you can have a Kellogg's bronze swimming certificate. You can have a Blue Peter badge. Unless you can prove that you were a Templar in 1492... <laughs> You're not. You're, you're not. not getting, you're, you're not yeah, getting like, in. Sorry. Door is closed. No you job for you. Yeah. I'm sorry. You can't be a brownie scout leader. So let's do film maths. Okay. If you have a film, a film. where the antagonist F. in the past, the antagonist in the past, that black prince prince guy, okay. yeah, is also um, his ancestor in the future, right? It's a secondary antagonist. It's a secondary antagonist, and Michael Fassbender's ancestor fights the antagonist in the past. Surely the end of the film will be Michael Fassbender's present day character fighting the antagonist in the present. Now you think that's what it would be like because it would be Is showing that... their battle through the ages and being almost like a satisfying conclusion. Yeah, because that, that's what I was waiting for because I was like, well, that's what films do. That's... I've seen a few yeah. in my day. I've seen at least nine. And this is what they do. <laughs> and it was... No. So the ending was like... A real damp squib Weird. of an ending. It was like so a they... flan collapsing in a cupboard. It was <laughs> it was a trifle that had been left out on a warm shelf on a hot day. A lot of dessert based metaphors. sadness. We missed the great British bank I just I know, I just like I miss eating whatever I wanted at Christmas and now it's oh. January where like you're meant to follow Joe Wick on Instagram and Oh god, I hate him so much. I thought you might. <laughs> He's such... I, the thing is, I hate I mean, him. He is, and he's... Right, so he's attractive, and he's generally a nice person. Oh, and he's really good at cooking and exercise. Fuck Joe Wick. He's been peeking out at me for years, going, yeah. oh, no, I'm a chef! <laughs> and, and, and also, uh, he doesn't like the term clean eating. No, he's like, oh, I think bangers are mash all day. No, you don't. Look I, at you. Yeah, that's a you. lie. You're an Adonis. But he's like, the bangers I eat are organic sausages, <sighs> and they are not fried, they are grilled, and the mash is sweet potato or sweet i mean i've never he, been on instagram he, he i looks, just he's like a dog in human form that's somehow become a chef he's a bit like every a... picture is him with his like big mouth open like oh i've done it again i read an interview with him where he was oh. like i'm getting really fed up with um doing interviews in magazines and newspapers where they asked me to take my top off and i was like oh that's what it's like being a fucking famous woman mate <laughs> if you're an attractive man you should get treated the same way that attractive women get treated don't Remember many interviews where people were asking Delia Smith was, to take her top off. What about Nigella Lawson? She was she uh, was uh, like no, so sexed up. Yeah, but Nigella Lawson's also quite a saucy lady. Also during that she was off her tits on coke, as we found That's out true. during that court yeah. case. I mean, I guess that was the only way she could really cope. With these yeah, people being in a kitchen all the time. So she she went down in the middle of the night. Yeah. Those are my favourite bits of Nigella programmes. You're still like, here? I'm just having a midnight snack in my, sh- my shitty nighting gown. Mmm, creme. Oh, you caught me eating a fish finger. <laughs> if you can have any kind of midnight snack and there was a film crew in your kitchen, what would it be? And I'm guessing this isn't the question you're going to ask at the end, so... No. <laughs> I need to ask it now. 
<laughs> so am I do what what is the purpose of the snack? Was it to do? Um, to be arousing? Uh, n- <sighs> no, something I want something really weird. Yeah. Like like well, my it's favourite be midnight on... snack. Roast chicken crisps dipped in toffee yogurt. Something uh, like that. Yeah. That was so specific, it must be true. I did it once as a kid, it was a bad time. Was it was involved. it good? No, it was bad. Uh, not as bad as you're expecting. Yeah. But not great. I think mine would probably be some kind of microwaved like hot dog or something. Which sounds really sexy, but No, no, no that's not sexy. There's nothing sexy about a rustlers. Yeah. <laughs> also if it's like no, it'd be like one of those um really cheap Frankfurter like Oh god, it would yeah. stink. Because people would be like, Oh, what a sexy lady. Oh my god, she's microwaving a Frankfurter. <laughs> she's microwaving a She's t- gonna die alone. <laughs> it would what would mine be? Uh mine would just be a t- <laughs> I cook some pasta. Yeah. And I pour baked beans into the pasta. Oh, that sounds really good. And then grate loads of cheese into no, it. No, that sounds... And then I'd eat it out of the pan. And, yeah. I'd look, and the whole time I'm doing this, I'm staring directly down the camera saying I'm nothing. Crying. I'm just eating it out of the pan and I'm done. I just yeah. go, you love that. And then I leave. And then Joe Wicks goes... <laughs> <laughs> I think that sounds I'm really nice. <laughs> um, uh, mine, can I just... Uh, mine would actually be my most, like, joyful but really disgusting. I've got several which involve tuna. Warmed up tuna and sweet corn with cheese grated on it. That's great. Couscous and tuna with cheese grated on it. That's great. See, that's, that doesn't sound weird. No, no wait. The uh, second one's fine. Super noodles with cheese on. Yeah, that's, ba- that's banging. That's Everyone great, isn't that. it? Oh. Noodles with soy sauce and a bit of grated cheese on it. Oh, Bang. Super noodles specifically with mm. the like MSG in a packet. Oh, so what? good. I, I, you know what I would have enjoyed more? Michael Fassbender just making those noodles <laughs> <laughs> with his top off. Oh. What do you make? Michael, Michael. What are you making? What are you making? A Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. He's done it again. Okay, let's finish. Okay, so the film uh, right. Endings. All the assassins have awoken. They they fight they fight the the, the Good men. Good fight. Uh, some of them die. The the Templars go to a big Templar meeting in foggy London town. Yeah. Which coincidentally they have to wear hoods to, which means that the now revived assassins, which are Michael, Omar from the Wire, and a lady and a like Asian lady who doesn't speak, doesn't speak. at any point. No, she's just there. She's the, just there for the Chinese market. She's there in the Chinese cut. She has all of Omar from the Wire's lines. And I'm off All seven of them. Yeah, he's, he's not in it either. It's like oh. that poster for, for the Star Wars Force Awakens where they made Finn really small on it. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, so I went to the toilet and I missed the, the uh, security um, administration bit. Yeah, at the, at the big Templar meeting in Grand Templar Hall in London. In London. I don't know if that's a real place. I should look that up. Yeah. I might look it up while I'm speaking. Um, so they get around security by they've got these little spring loaded blades you hide on your wrist. That's like the Assassin's Creed's thing. And they get through it by having like their sheaths look like phone cases, and then they have the blades swallow just just like just below their tongue, and then they pull them all out. And coincidentally, everyone in there wears hoods, and the assassins <coughs> love a hood, so they mingle. Jeremy Irons does a speech about how he's going to use the Apple of Eden to destroy free will. But why? Because they're Templars; they want to but control. What, but what are they going to do? Oh, Make I... everyone obey them. But um. It's quite a white audience, I'd say. Templars, mainly all white. Well, yeah, they're the 1%. Yeah, and um, there's a couple of, like, teenagers in the crowd who look really out of place. It was it was a really weird audience. Oh, and Charlotte Rampling oh. plays... Oh, yeah, she the, was good. She, yeah, she plays the elder, or they call her the... What do they call her? Like, your highness or something? Uh, your excellency. Your excellency, the that's chancellor. it. One yeah. of those, you know, one of those vague, evil-sounding titles, like Viceroy, Vizier. Colonel. Yeah, one of those ones. General. Gen- 
Magneto. President Trump. So uh, right? they filmed, the Grand Templar Hall was actually filmed in the Freemasons Hall. Oh. Freemasons, not Templars. Right. Freemasons, quite boring. Yeah. Lovely people. Yeah. Do a lot of charity work. Not Templars. Other than that. So all Templars are there. Jeremy Irons is doing his speech. He holds up the Apple of Eden. He turns it on a bit. Yeah, and then and some like green gas comes out of it. And they're like, it's just a music box. And then Michael Fassbender just walks up to him and cuts his throat. Yeah, it's like... Oh, <laughs> that's it. Just walked up to him. That's it's it. the most anticlimactic because you're like, okay, they've got all their gear. So they're going to do some massive fighting. He's going to fight that security guy, John Renault from the past. That would make the most amount of sense. Faux And... It's it's like, what just happened? And also, he speaks to Marion Coulthard outside before he kills her dad. And he's like, basically, like, I'm going to go kill your dad. Yo, bitch. And she's like, uh, oh, I, ge- I guess. Okay. And then we never find out how she feels about anything. They sort of look at each other like maybe they might want to do it or not. I don't know. Macbeth too. Macbeth too. <laughs> um, and she, he's like, I'm going to kill your dad. And then we never find out why she saw herself in the past. Like, what what was she? Was she a Templar? Was she like an assassin? Well, Is that why she's conflicted? Yes, there are about, there are so many Assassin's Creed games. I reckon they're going to try and get at least half of that number in movies. I don't think they will. I don't think they'll make another one. I don't think they'd like to. Yeah, it's all gone but that's up. why they did. I think that's why they had like that weird... Assassin's Creeder. Yeah. Assassin's Creed. Um, that's why they had that weird non non starter of like, oh, what does this mean? I guess you'll have to find out in two years' time. It's never happened. Never happening again. Um, and then like in a really inexplicable amount of time, the Assassin's Creeds have like climbed onto a like St Paul's Cathedral or something. It's not even that. It's just like a random building because it zooms out of London and zooms across London. You're like, oh, because they're heading towards the London Eye. Like, you can't be standing on the London Eye. No, oh, I'm so, they oh, they didn't. so much better if they were just no. inside the London <laughs> Eye, just going round, around. Because they didn't get about an hour previously to be on top. Because it's yeah. very slow, the London Eye. This is some random building, and there's an eagle there. There's no eagles in London, as far as I'm aware. I didn't quite understand the eagle. The metaphor. eagles are like a motif. They're like a, the assassins. Like, they're like the assassins' like motif. They're right. like their buddies. Okay. Um, in the games you have a thing called eagle vision where you press Y or triangle depending on your system of choice yeah and you can see from the PC. and you can see an eagle no it sends out a big pulse and it like highlights things of interest oh okay and you can do it where you climb up to a big tower and you press your whatever button and the eagle goes and it like uncovers the map and you see for distances and it goes go do this go do this go do this um, but in the films there's just an eagle there sometimes yeah and then you're like I'm going to play this game. I'm going to climb that and do that again. Do you, do you know what it sort of reminded me of the ending? It was um, a game I played called Fable 2 and uh, there's a bit at the end where you've got like your main baddie and he killed your Did sis- Lucian in Fable 2? I don't know. He's a dude. He's a tall, thin dude. That's like Lemony Snicket's character. I think so. In and the like tower? A- yes. Yeah. And you're talking to him and I remember thinking, I wonder what would happen if I just like pushed him now and just stopped him talking. Or I pressed a button. You know when it's like you can skip speeches? Yeah. And I was like, oh, speech is quite boring. Pressed a button. And then he fell off the tower. Yeah, you just shoot him and, and he falls died? off. And died? But I was like, that's so lame. <laughs> I've been playing this game non-stop for three months and drinking gin. I was going over a breakup. Um, <laughs> with Fable 1. With Fable... Is it Fable 1 I was playing? No, I was playing no, Fable you break, 2. you broke out of Fable 1. So yeah. to play Fable 2. I need to play Fable 2. And, and I was like, I've spent so many hours. Like, people are like, do you want to come and hang out? And I'd be like, no, I play Fable 2. I've got a dog. I've got a dog. And then my dog died. I resurrected the dog. Oh, I didn't. I just fucking... 
Um, and then, <laughs> and then it's like you can just act. You just push. It, it felt weirdly exactly like that. Just this weird anticlimax where they went, "We've run out of budget." Or again, okay, you know, what, Alec, I think I know what happened with the end of the film. <laughs> so the screenwriters are writing the ending. No, no, they've got Jeremy Irons. No. And he's got the ball, the yeah, orb, yeah, and he's going. Blah, 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 blah. Templar, Templar, Templar. And they're like, okay, guys, we, we've got like an all-nighter. We've got to hand this in um, by tomorrow. Like, everyone's breathing down our ass. Like, oh, Harvey Weinstein is just going to be so angry. And, and, and then... And, come in. Come in. I'm, I'm a neutral. Oh, Michael. And you're like, Michael, hi. And he's like, oh, um, I've just got a friend with me. Um, he, he wants to come and talk to you guys. And they're like, yeah, but we've really, we've really got to like finish this. And then Jeremy Irons comes in. And he's like, look at my schlong. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, no. They all turn to stone. Because <laughs> it was a snake. Jeremy and his dick is Medusa. Jeremy, hang on. Medusa's, no, that's yes, all wrong. Yes, Jeremy, it, wait. That Jeremy mythology Irons, made as much sense as this film's mythology. Jeremy Irons' penis is a, is a, is a gorgon? That would have been better. That was, that's the ending. <laughs> so the writer's right, just Michael Fassman just walks up to him and just kills him and then walks off. Yeah. If it was, and everyone goes, ah! Or if he ate so, it and he was like, no, I have the power. And he just like got really big and he turned into... Shirtless God man. Yeah, Worship me as yeah. he strides along the Thames. Yeah, just, I'm Adam oh, <laughs> Worship Ma- me. Not Michael Fassman, no Jerry Irons. He was like, oh. hello. <laughs> I was in Dungeons and Dragons. I'm going to marry my son. Um, <laughs> there's no laws against it. Oh, dear. I think there is. No. <laughs> it's a shame. I mean, there are bits I liked. Yeah. So the things we didn't like, well, most of it. Yeah. Plot, psh, preposterous. Miserable. Anything where people were talking. Miserable, 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 miserable. Yeah. Didn't like the filters. It was, all, it was either blue in present or yellow in the past. Yeah. That was it. But the action seekers were cool. They were cool. His relationship with his little lady assassin friend was really nice. Like, she gets killed at the end and it's actually quite sad. Yeah. I think, did she, did she kill herself or did he, did the bad man do it? The bad man did it. The bad man looked like he wasn't going to do it and then he was like, lol, and then ah, he stabbed her in the neck. Okay. Because they hold it so uh, Michael Fassbender has the Pope hostage and Michael Fassbender has the Apple of Eden and then fake Renault in the past is holding his girlfriend hostage and he's like, give me the Apple and I shall free this lady. Yeah, we never get to know her name. Let's call her Brenda. Assassin to... Brenda. (laughs) Brenda the 15th century Spanish assassin. Brenda. (laughs) (laughs) Can't call her Brenda. (laughs) Give us some sort of stupid Spanish name. Not stupid Spanish um, name. Old school Spanish oh, name. Oh, um, how about Jennifer Lopez? <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. Okay, yeah. okay. Have, uh, <laughs> so Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez, his, um, his lady friend in the past. She's going to get stabbed and then he, and she looks at him like, do it. Do it. Remember our vow. And about always the creed, bruv. The creed. And he's like, no, I can't. And then... Watch Apollo. Watch Creed. Watch Creed. <laughs> I kept thinking. <laughs> I really need to watch Creed. I did think the whole way through this is a really weird sequel to Creed. Yeah. <laughs> is this a prequel to Where's Creed? The boxing? No. Yeah. <laughs> he's stabbing What's now. On? Uh, and then he stabs her and she dies. And it's kind of pretty. Yeah. You know, it's, like, it's shot in... Not, um, the set design's good. Yeah. And they're, and they're like... You know, the, the building they're in is stupid, but it's cool. It probably took them a really long time as well oh, to yeah. film all these action scenes. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Michael Fassbender did do some good Spanish. Yeah, some cool stunts. Some cool stunts. Uh, some good Jeremy Ironsing. 
Yeah, he, he just, I mean, he just turns up, doesn't he? He's like, uh, do you want me to play Jeremy Irons? Yes, if you could, please, Jeremy. Uh, okay, <laughs> let me prepare. I'm Jeremy Irons. <laughs> no, that's not the name of your character. Your character's called... What was his character called? Dr. Alan Rankin. Rankin, yeah. But, yeah. But, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Was it Rankin? <coughs> I've, oh, was it Reichen? It was. It was. One reason it was Alan, <laughs> or something like that. It wasn't Alan. It was because because Marion Cotillard introduces me. herself as my name is Doctor Sophia Rankin. Yeah. And then when Jeremy Irons, my dad Alan. When Jeremy Irons introduces himself to Michael Lin, uh, Callum Lynch, Michael yeah. Fassbender, he goes, "I'm Doctor. Li- I'm also Doctor Rankin." Yeah. Alan. Alan. Like, but you could so call So I've gone, wait, you're not severe. And then he could go, but you can call me Al. Al. Yeah. Rankin. Dr. Dr. Al. 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 Rankin. You can't you call can't me that. that. No. no. Yes. I'm going to marry my son. <laughs> It's like only relevant if you've seen that one weird interview Jeremy Irons did where he said that gay marriage um, was like incest. <laughs> no, it was no, it wasn't like incest. It was something along the lines of if gay marriage is allowed, what's stopping him from marrying his son to get around inheritance tax? Yeah, and the host is like, because that's incest. And Jeremy Irons like, but it's not incest between men. And he says it was such authority that for a split second you go, oh no, it's yeah, a really good no point. wait, wait hold on. Hold on. <laughs> It's, I think it's, it's a British. Like, it's like a British thing. We've been coded to believe people with upper class yeah. accents. It's like well, Jake, it's like a Jacob Rees Mogg, that idiot MP, gets allowed to do anything. It's the authority. And you go, what's this? Hello, Jacob Rees Mogg here. Yeah. <laughs> it's not incest between men, and we all go, oh, of oh course, yeah, it's very of good. Of course it isn't. Of course it, it can't makes, be. He makes a good point. He doesn't makes a good point, he? doesn't yes. he? Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy. Um. So he married, and after that, he married his son. He married his son, and then travelled back in time to yeah. <laughs> find his dignity. Um. So. I, it's, yeah, I, I yeah. just cut a lot of it out and it's fine I just I would have liked um, I felt like there was a good film in there they just had to make us give a shit about anyone yeah. and it just seemed like there was loads of bits that were cut or they didn't think to write them and then the ending is so weird and rushed and makes no sense uh, yeah and I, I, mean, th- I feel like they they had too many people either working on it or they enough. had too many, yeah. Or they had too many different ideas of what they were trying to say because they never really. If it felt like they didn't know what they were trying to say. Yeah, I mean, it's inherently difficult to make a film based on a game because a game is you are directly interacting with it well most of the time. Anyway. Yeah, and also a lot of the game stuff is like no one wants to watch Michael Fassbender edge along a ledge for like fifteen minutes, then fall off, and then. Have to do it again. <laughs> they should have just done that. Like, you just had to complete the level. <laughs> complete the level. They don't, like, no one wants They're to see like, that. Oh my God, he's been doing this for 25 hours. And also, because in games, you can skip the cutscene. So if it's boring, you just go, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I want to go and run along some rooftops for a bit. And then if you don't know what it is, ask Danny Wallace in, yeah. the, in the options menu. <laughs> And he'll tell you what's happening. So we brought along a giant remote control to Danny try and Wallace. skip the thing. <laughs> like, Danny, this is boring. Dang. Skip through it. I'm a children's author. Now, everyone, everyone, everyone in my world does, declares what they're doing all the time. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was all right. I mean, I kind of... I'm glad I saw it. In a weird way. Yeah. I kind of wish that... If I didn't want it to have happened, it would have only been to make a better Assassin's Creed movie. Yeah. Because there's a good some basic ideas in there oh, so do um, we do we keep the film is it allowed uh, to live I think the problem I have is like because I like Michael Fassbender and it's 
it seems like this is the first project he's done, which is a really weird choice for him because he seems like such an arty, intense guy. Yeah. She's such a like Hollywood smashy, smash, smash. Smash, smash, smash. It's like, I wish him well. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I didn't bear the film any ill will. And there's lots of people that I like. And I mean, the action sequences were cool. They looked interesting. And it's nice that they made a game adaptation like they're always trying to do it properly yeah it was better than um prince of persia oh god that was awful which is terrible ben kingsley was good oh he was the bad guy wasn't yeah, he yeah the rest of it ter- no, really bad none of that and there's what else is there been any, any others really um warcraft which apparently was awful um, um kind of hitman was... apparently that's meant to be really I bad i think there's two hitman movies yeah weirdly I think they made one, and I guess they were like, let's make another film. Hitman's a rights. really bad film to make, a game to make into a film because yeah. it's just shooting men and yeah. nothing else. There's it's, nothing to keep you involved. Yeah. It's. Have we entered a weird stage where they're trying to make video game movies like superhero movies? They're trying to be like, all right, we'll do big budgets and make some franchises out of it, but it's not really working. Yeah, I think that's basically what they're trying to do. It's like they don't understand why. It's like, geeks love comics. Why don't they love the movie with the Michael the Fassbender with the jumpy and the topless? It's just they're not interesting. I think it's like the plots aren't good enough. Well, there are games so, that have good plot. It's just they're not choosing them. Or they're willfully ignoring them. Yeah, or they're choosing like popular ones which have a lot of problems in or they kind of don't navigate the problems in the plot and make it, it I don't know I think they just go people like this let's throw some money at yeah. it this is let this is an easier bet than like coming up with a new idea yeah I think I don't know on that note <laughs> what if you had if you could make any game into mm-hmm. a movie a film franchise whatever you like what would it be uh well and Alec why? uh mine my, mine would and how <laughs> <laughs> oh shit uh, would you realize this is a pitch <laughs> oh I haven't heard anything I haven't got any like powerpoints or it's um, Fastbender in it where's um, his top oh god. Be off. oh god it's, his bottoms are off his top's always on um that's double rude. so and he's got a hat on um so uh I would do Day of the Tentacle which was a LucasArts game from the mm-hmm. 90s which you it was a floppy disk game you know, so you had to like put one in take it out <laughs> Put another one in. Yeah, all right. All right, Alec, all right. Um, this this pitch is going well. Old tech. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and um, it's, yeah, it was a point and click game, but it was like really surreal. And you were, you basically, you played three different characters who had to travel to three different time periods. Well, it's one day in the present, one went to the past, one went to the future, and you had to collect things and send them through ta- like time portals to stop evil tentacles taking over the world. But it was really funny, and it was also one of those like very surreal weird pointy clicks where it was like you, you, you there was no logical way of playing it like you know it's like use yeah. the hamster with the sweater I think the f- a famous one's from um, Monkey Curse of Monkey Island or something like that where yeah. it's like use chicken on um, pulley you make yeah. like a grappling hook out of it yeah yeah, it's like real lateral thinking stuff where you basically just go like I've got um, I don't know like I've got half a blancmange I'm gonna use it with everything I encounter until it goes oh well, of course <laughs> and there's like a bit where you put a horse to sleep and you take part in like a tentacle beauty competition and you, you take loads of cat yeah <laughs> you style like meatballs on the hair of a tentacle it's a really really fun game it, it would make a terrible film terrible or kind of like it'd be a fun. cult film yeah it'd be fun yeah. cult film because everyone would be like this plot is so ridiculous and you'd be like I know made on like a shoestring budget well, I don't know. Probably have to have, like... What about the tentacles? They, like, hop around and they talk. Um, have them behind a thing and do it like the Muppets. 
Oh, they could be Muppets. That's yeah. really good. Oh my god, it could be like a Muppet film. <gasps> Muppets Day of the Tentacles. Yes, that would be amazing. Oh, I like that. I like that. Can I make it, please? Yeah. The budget is twenty billion, and um, it's going to star um, um, me, and you can be in it, oh, and um, maybe my cat. Maybe your cat. Yeah, that's it. Not. Definitely your cat. Maybe my cat. I haven't auditioned him yet. <laughs> yeah, so that would be good. What about you? Uh, what would it be and why and it's how? It's technically a book as well. Oh, interesting. No. Um, okay. It's probably, what came first though, the game or the book? Can't remember. Probably the book. Okay. But the, sort of I'd make the game into the movie. Right. You'd ignore the book uh, as Because I, I, I thought about this and then didn't realise it had a book until I was like, oh shit, yeah, I read the book. So would you do based on the game, yes. not the book? Not the book. The, <laughs> the book would make a much better movie, but no, not the point. Okay. Uh, so it's a game. It's of two games technically. Well, yeah, because the second one's not a book. So that works. It's called Metro 2033 mm-hmm. and then Metro 2034. Yeah. And it's set in like the future yeah. in Russia, in Moscow, in the subway system. Because a famous fact about the Moscow subway system is that it doubles up as a nuclear bunker. Mm-hmm. Um, so the idea is there's been a nuclear war, everywhere's wiped out, and people live in the Moscow underground. Mm-hmm. Um, and the radiation, you know, they deal with your standard post apocalyptic like resources, warring factions, and that. Um, but different lines, different like factions. So there's one line which controls the trains, and they're all communists. And there's one line that are all Nazis. And there's one line that are like that. Like, that. So there's a whole like Second World War Two happening underground. Yeah. And also above ground, the radiation's having weird effects on the on the environment. So big winged beasties and strange monsters that are slowly creeping into the underground. Nice. Also, there are ghosts now. Oh, amazing. Um, but like creep, like in the game is a really creepy bit where you go through what is known as like a haunted station. With yeah. This guy, he's like your guide. And you can only see the ghosts with your torch and they show up as like shadows. Yeah. And you walk through like a crowd of them and you can't touch them. But if you go near them, they'll like shuffle away from you. Like they're, and they all like look at you at the same time. Uh... And like ghost trains go past. It's really cool. It's really good, and it's, it's really interesting, like underground dynamics of like different state, like train stations becoming mini nations, yeah, and then they're sort of conflicts between each <coughs> other, and this whole political thing, and then it's also just when you get bored of all the human drama, there's a supernatural element where there are people who have been outside and they're coming back in, and they're all they've, they've developed like psychic powers, and they're all wrong, oh, but that they're good. in the game, um, they they are the villains, and they basically break into stations, grab people, kill them, and drag them out. <laughs> but, what, like, what are you? Are you a communist You're just a or guy. A you're just a dude who lives right. in, like, a free... You're, like... An independent station. Like, you're neutral. Yeah, you're a neutral dude you're who goes Wales. on adventure. Yeah, you're Wales. Yeah. Um, and it turns out these, that these... <laughs> it's the most like, neutral country. <laughs> most neutral country ever. And it turns out these future people, these monsters, they're called the Dark Ones, aren't killing people intentionally. Yeah. It's just they do not communicate like we do. So what they think is just saying hello melts up like just gives melts us people's brains because yeah, they're, they're psychic <laughs> yeah and so they just like, like, give oh, you an aneur- no. yeah, like give you an aneurysm and they don't mean to yeah they're just saying hello yeah and then we're shooting they're, they're, so they're like Lenny in <laughs> yeah <laughs> but psychic um, and the end of the game is you basically um, you're you're given the orders by like this special team to go and blow up their base like, yeah the, where, the, where, the, where the future people come from the dark ones where they live where they come from and you're on this radio tower like aiming like a 
bloody like laser pointer at it and they've like found a missile that still works and as the missile's coming in like one of the dark ones actually managed to communicate with you and he's like no we're not evil we're just trying to communicate and you guys are like oh shit and like tries to knock off the laser designator but doesn't do it in time so it obliterates all of them wow and it's just like oh what have you done if that's what you do yeah and is that the end of the game yeah that's cool. It's a cool idea. So, you know, okay, Alex, so I've got all this money. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to give you that to make it into a movie. I think it should be a Netflix nine episode series. Yeah, it may work better as that. I feel like there's like... there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of interesting human drama mm, we can like get. The Expanse. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch The Expanse. I did. It's actually quite good. Like Thomas the, Jane's pretty good. The OA, which is very good. Is it? Yeah. I, keep, I was going to, but then I saw, I read it was problematic on Polygon, so... <laughs> um, it's... I, I watched well it's one of those things you kind of have to stick with it but like I had a real response to it at the end like the last episode I was just like no you know when you just kind of go no yeah, why and crying and I was like Andy <laughs> you don't care you haven't seen this that's my partner he wasn't watching it he was just watching me like crying and screaming that's weird does he do that a lot just sit in the corner of the room and watch you cry no he's normally just working on editing something uh, and he just kind of like is listening to stuff and he'll just look over and I'm just like ah ah <laughs> but I don't want to have any uh, spoilers on it but it, I, I realised I really like Brit Marling no I think it's not Brit Marling no it is yeah Brit who um, wrote it and stars in it and like co-directed some episodes she's really cool, cool. she's cool so um, please review us on iTunes please and um, have we ever got an email I'd ever checked no <laughs> send us an email guys <laughs> if you like us uh, follow us um, it's just geek any on everything. Yeah, geek so. any on everything. <laughs> Duh. Um, oh, if you live in Bristol, uh, plug. Um, oh, yeah. I am running a comedy fan fiction night, raising money for Planned Parenthood, on the 30th of January, called Dear Harry Slash Spock. Uh, it's at the Crofters' Rights if you live in Bristol. Starts at 7.30. It's just a bunch of... Frozen. No, I've got to, just because I've got to edit this this week. Uh. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, there's uh, a bunch of um, funny people basically reading out fan fiction they've written, like old and new, and it's all very tongue in cheek and very silly. And I'm going to be doing Gilmore Girls fan fiction. Um, <laughs> tongue in summing. Yeah, it's, it's tongue in summing, right? <laughs> tongue in butt. It's a it's aggressively sexy. Aggressively sexy. Thing. Yeah, we we had some like John Ham Spice Girls. Adam Driver and uh, the British one from Girls having sex in the bathroom. The British one from Girls? Yeah, that was the orgy story. Oh, I didn't watch Girls. Oh, okay. I just know about Lena Dunham and Adam Driver. Oh, yeah, well, it was it was the British one, in it? Okay, I'm sure it was the British um, one. And I get girls mixed up with Broad City sometimes. Oh, what? Yeah, so oh. I Hannibal Buress. Oh, no. well, I get men behaving badly mixed up with Only Fools and Horses. So, you know. I don't, I've yeah, no... Yeah, men's no, shows are all the same as well. I have no... Um, I, have I no, get football <laughs> mixed up with DIY shows. You're in completely the wrong man for this. I get penises mixed up with penises. Yeah, oh, I that's think that's seems acceptable. I think you need to put me down. <laughs> put you down? I think it's time for me to be put, put down. Put down or killed? Yeah. So um, I think that's the end. That's the end. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.